Welcome everybody to World's Greatest Podcast for all our comic movie and other nerd needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey, and we're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always ask him one simple question. What's up with you? So, Riley. So, Joey. So, so many things are happening these days. Just all the news, all, all the new movies, all the, the games. Um, Where are you? Shows. Where are you? Um, dead in a ditch. You're you're lying. I'm under a rock. <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. That's not what's up with you, Joey. What is truly what's up with you? Uh, what's up with me? I've been gaming. I I got some new gaming headphones, some classy Razer Krakens. Cause you're I'm an epic cool gamer like that. Yeah, you're epic gamer, gamer for sure. Been playing a lot of Bamboo Bixbeej. So much. Uh, you love that Rainbow Six Siege. Can't get enough of it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Been grinding on that. How about you? What have you been up to? Uh, I started playing Tarkov again. It's hard. No good loot pools, really. I mean, I did kill one really cool Chad. Nice. And I got did you two. Get his loot? Yeah, I got two really super sick guns off of them, but I lost one of them. Hmm. But I still have his really, really crazy decked out M4. But I don't know. I've been, I've been losing just so much loot, but whatever. It be like that sometimes. It do be like that. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of sad. But playing that, playing some Rainbow Six Siege. I have a spreadsheet that's keeping track of all my ranked history. And so that's interesting to look at. Because I don't understand how it works because there's attackers and defenders and <laughs> defenders have a slightly higher win rate and for some reason like 11 to 2 is the current number of attackers to defender starts that I have recorded. So basically in the last 12 games, two of them I have started on the defender side and 10 of them or whatever I have started on the uh attacker side which is pretty whack yeah it doesn't make sense because it should be a 50 it should be a 50 50 logically it makes sense that it would be a 50 50 but it is not no it isn't and i've always thought in my head hey this seems wrong because i keep getting attackers first so i decided you know what no more confirmation bias you know possibilities i'm gonna record it and so far it's coming out to be true I can't remember the last time I played a ranked game and started on defense. Yeah. Even in, like, unranked as well. I feel like it's only attack. I don't understand how that works, though. Like, how is it happening? It's crazy. It really makes no sense. It's very annoying, too, because I feel like a lot of us that we game with would be much higher ranks. We, because I don't think, I mean, we win. What's what's our win win rate? My current win rate in ranked is sixty percent. Sixty percent. But I I don't know. I also sometimes play only with Taylor and I solo queue occasionally. So mine is a little crazy. A little crazy. But we definitely know. win more than we lose. I don't know. I mean, like it also like it could depend on the map. But it's it is weird. It's just weird to look at. So, yeah. we'll, uh, I'm going to keep on doing that analysis. 
Also, ever since I started doing the spreadsheet, I have not played on Bank, Coastline, or Consulate, or Villa since I started taking these notes, which is interesting. Huh. I mean, that's only because there's what? There's 13 maps. No, there's 12 maps, and I've only played 12 games. So, I mean, that's oh, not that, well, that, yeah. it's not that big of a sample size, so that's not that weird. But, um, but you're also a- keeping track of that as well. I am, and the and the exact scores, you know. So if there's like a like a map, if there's a map that we get a lot of four or fives on or something, you know. So like really close games, it'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what we're doing is fine. We just need to get better at it. But right. when there's a map that like Clubhouse, we went one on one to four on the first time we played. Like, oh, that's bad. That's yeah. very bad. But, um, we don't have enough. We don't have enough data currently to really start making those types of decisions. So hopefully, I want to get ten matches on each map just to take like a peek see at each how each one is, but I haven't really gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there yet at all. But yeah, so I've been doing that like a like a real gamer, like a real gamer, real gamer, getting all the statistics. You are a statistic <laughs> gamer, Riley. I am. That's true. I crunch the numbers. I mean, I have basically decided and claimed the position of our in-game leader. Oh, yeah. Very, very obviously, Riley is the in-game leader. Yeah, I have, I have taken full, full, contr- full control as the man who tells us what we're doing and how we're going to do it. So I got to have those numbers, man. I got to... I mean, yeah. I got to have yeah. the numbers so I can be like, okay, guys, we're doing really bad here. I want us to work on this site. But then there's yeah. like... Also, more than five of us, so that's true. We d- we don't have a very consistent team. No. Other things I've been doing, Joey, is I've been watching the scary movie franchise. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen this scary movies. Uh, that's maybe fine. the first one. That's fine. Um, they're not good. They're not good at all. They're very yeah. bad. Yeah, sounds sounds about right. So, I've only seen the first two, because the first two are on Netflix, and the other ones are not. Right. Uh, I think maybe one. I think three's on HBO or whatever. So I guess whatever. But I I don't know. I was watching the first two. The first one, I was like, oh, this isn't very good. Like yeah. this is this is kind of stupid. Right, and I've never been a fan of raunchy humor. That's true, and there's a lot of that in it. Wait, how many uh, scary movies are there? There's five. There, rumor has it that there's a sixth one that was supposed to come out this year, but there's uh, five of them currently. Nice. Um, yeah, never been a big fan of raunchy movies. Uh, hasn't changed. Not really. Not yet. And you're not convinced by uh, a <laughs> scary movie? No, scary movie? No, not at all. But okay, so so here's the thing. So the first movie is very much just a parody of Scream, and Scream is, in one way, a parody of horror movies. That's true. So, do you? Th- I wanted to ask you this. I thought about this after I saw it, and I wanted to ask you this question: Is it ever possible to successfully make a parody about a parody? Because to me, that seems really hard to pull off. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. 
because the 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 reason why you make a parody is to make fun of something that's very like realistic. Yeah, or serious, very serious. Yeah, some something serious. So if you're making fun of something that is supposed to be funny, it's weird, right? Like that's not how that works. Like what are what are you doing? Are you wait is because it's like a double negative. So are they just making a bad horror movie? Uh, it's maybe well no because here's the thing because the way but scary no, it's movie, a comedy right it is a comedy because the way scary movie does it is so you take scream and you take the same jokes from scream and you just make it bad so scary movie one is just scream if it was bad genius please take my money <laughs> like that's all it is and i came to this conclusion because i'm watching and i'm like okay so they're hitting very similar concepts as the first screen movie did, but you're just doing it so incredibly extreme and stupid that it's just poorly made. But right. I also understand the mindset behind it. It does have a plot it's trying to execute, and it does in a way successfully execute that plot. Okay. So I can I understand why it's the highest rated out of all of them, or the highest liked on Rotten Tomatoes with a fifty three percent. Okay, that's not um, bad. 53. Like, yeah, like okay, I get it. It's just so extreme that it's bad, right? You know, it's like, and I won't lie, there was a, there might be one or two moments where I kind of laugh, but there was I okay, hold on, let me check the runtime for the movie. The runtime for the first movie. It's like it's gotta be like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like exactly an hour and a half, maybe. Um I think it, that's what Google told me. I watched an hour and a half movie in like an hour and like fifteen, ten minutes. I took it in an entire like fifteen minutes out of the movie or whatever by just me pressing the forward arrow button. During nice. certain scenes, I'm like, "This is like, I, I, this is dumb. Like, this is stupid." Um, and I don't know. Like, like there were humorous parts of the first one where I was like, "Okay, I get it. I, I get what you're going at, and that is kind of funny." There's just way too many extreme ones. I think the opening scene wasn't bad. I think the opening scene was pretty strong. Makes fun of Scream very, very heavily, but also makes fun of a lot of horror movies. But at the same point, there was just so many other parts. I'm like, "This is just so, so." so extremely stupid and crude that it doesn't have a brain you know right um and like and like there were certain things that didn't even make sense i didn't fully get it maybe i'm just too stupid but i'm like why is that that like the main girl's dad is a drug dealer like is that i think that's just supposed to be edgy um like a very interesting choice i've never heard of that being done before (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I thought I just think it's weird. The second scary movie, on the other hand, takes even a, better, even worse. So oh, bad, man. so so bad. That one has a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh um, wow, that's very bad. It it's so so bad, so bad indeed. And and I think a good movie that pulls off the really stupid comedy horror movie well is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I think that one does it really good. Um, that's got like an 85% around Tomatoes. It's like, it's actually very, very good. 
But uh, Scary Movie 3 has 35%, so nice. It's going to go up a little bit once I see that one. And then 4 also has a 35%. Nice. And then 5 has a 4%. Cool. Very, very cool. But um, the second movie makes fun of uh, ghost movies, supernatural movies. Gotcha. Spooky things like that. Uh, the opening scene of that that wasn't too bad. It was a little stupid, but I was like, okay, that that was that was kind of kind of all right. It was making fun of The Exorcist. Hmm. I think I've seen I've seen a lot of Scary oh. Movie two before. I don't think I've seen The Exorcist. Uh, I haven't either. So, but yeah, that one that one was whatever. It, it that one was just had even worse acting. The first one at least was okay, but. I wanted to just, the second one had terrible acting. Uh, the, there were it just overall wasn't enjoyable. Really, there was less production. It felt like like the big climactic portions. Nothing really happens. I don't even think anyone really dies in it. What? Which yeah, which is kind of stupid. The first one had a bunch of people die, which was cool. Yeah, the second one just doesn't it's like the half se- the fun. The second one kind of feels like they just got a house and they shot a movie in like an hour inside the house. I just realized. Nice. Thinking about it, I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, nothing really happens. It's all in the same set piece for like 90% of the movie. Nothing happens. And it's just overall really, really, really boring. Yeah. So I don't know. They're bad. Am I going to keep watching them? Probably because I have to finish. I have to keep going. But the next one has Charlie Sheen in it. And I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> There's Charlie Sheen and Joey. No. Uh, I think they all, besides one star, Anna, Fan- Anna Ferris as the main actress. Yeah. I think is that I think that might have been where she made her big break through. That was her big break? Uh, it's I a think little so. disappointing. Maybe? She's well known for them. She's well known. I mean, if you Google her, it says... She rose to prominence for her work in comedic roles, particularly as the lead uh, part of Cindy Campbell in, scary, in the Scary Movie franchise. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she did other things. She then went on and did a bunch of other comedy movies. She was also, what, like in Brokeback Mountain and other... Like, so, like she did a lot of other things. But uh, I think that was, like, the first big thing. And then she just did. She just does a lot of comedy. Gotcha. That makes sense. And she was with Chris Pratt, and then they broke up. Aw, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when that happened. That was big news, big news. But, I don't know. It was strange, strange movies. They are strange movies indeed. Uh, anybody watch any? Oh, then I watched The Two Popes. I watched The Two Popes, Joey. The Two Popes. Not just one, but both. No, you know, no, there were, there were two popes. Oops. And a 2019 film nominated for Oscars, such as Best Actor from Jonathan Price, also starring Anthony Hopkins as the two popes. Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins as two popes. Two popes. Uh, this movie is basically two, po- two popes having a chit chat for a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know if there's much more to say to that. Uh, besides, it's two, two, two chaps having a chat as two popes, and Is uh, it like an interview or like what is it? 
So it's a, it's kind of like a bio, a biographical film, kind okay. of. Okay. Uh, a little bit more of a drama, a little more on the drama side. It's technically is it tagged as a comedy, eh, more of a drama, but it's basically the story of how, of what went behind the scenes, with Pope Francis pre when he became pope francis talking to pope benedict and the conversation that they had before pope benedict stepped down and pope francis became pope oh okay so it's 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 like yeah so i guess yeah you call it dramatic biographical film it's like educational but also kind of dramatized so yeah i mean it's just oh god oh god so yeah so it's basically just the two guys chit-chatting in different locations as you learn i mean okay so so i of course was raised a catholic gentleman right so i was like i didn't know a lot of this surprisingly and I was interested, and I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 looking at the, the behind-the-scenes of the Vatican. I don't know. And I just thought it was interesting. I mean, that's the thing. I, there's not much more to say besides it's just them talking, but they're such good actors that watching them have a conversation is very enthralling. And, and I think it was very good for that. You also get a little background stuff, too. Like, I didn't realize that pope francis is kind of hated because of like military dictatorships and like a whole bunch of crazy stuff like that right i don't think that i knew that either it's very interesting yeah so because it was like there was a military dictatorship and then he was trying to keep his priest safe so he was like ah stop doing this stop helping the people in this area get out get out of here get out of here and they're like, no, man, we gotta, you know, we should die for our faith. And he's like, nah, nah, if you don't listen to me, I'm gonna, you're gonna violate a direct order, which means that I take away or I can suspend you from the church. And they're like, do it. And then he did it. And because they were suspended from the church, the dictators could come in and just beat the priests up and take them. Oh, huh, I did. Hmm. And so, okay. <laughs> and so, Pope Francis was seen as a bad, bad man because he was. It was like you're supporting the dictators, and you let your priests get tortured. Yeah. And then it's. I mean, yeah. And, and then it was like. And then you kind of look at how like Pope Benedict was a conservative, or is a conservative. I don't think he's dead. And Pope Francis as a more of a progressive Catholic. Right. And all those sorts of things. So, it's interesting. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Woo! Netflix making tons of good movies. Lots of big movies. So, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. So, that's that's what I've been up to. Nice. Right. Very, very cute. Very cute. But we both have seen two movies, Joey. We've both seen them with our own eyeballs. We have. We We watched one of them together through not being together. (laughs) Through the power of the internet. Through the power of the internet. And then the other one we watched at different times through the power of the internet. Through the power of the internet as well. Remarkable. 
But but before we get there, Joey, we gotta talk about before some we news. We gotta talk about some news. News. There's news. There's news. So tomorrow or something, or maybe it's out, or maybe it's tomorrow. Who knows? Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Scorpion's Revenge. It's a animated uh, movie. An animated movie thing. Uh, that's I think it's going just straight to DVD and digital or whatever. And yeah. it's just uh, Mortal Kombat. The reviews are the story is fine, but it has intense, crazy gory fight scenes very very gory fight scenes so i think if you're a big if you're a fan of mortal Kombat or you're a fan of violence yeah give it a shot because i am so excited to watch it i watched the red well i watched the non-red band trailer and i'm like yeah this looks fine then i watched the red band trailer and i'm like yes (laughs) yeah this is (laughs) this is what i want yeah so i I yeah this is definitely an adult uh, this kind of movie. It is rated R, so I mean, you would have to not be take paying that attention. into consideration. <laughs> it's okay. Violence is all right in American culture, Joey. This is well known. But they say some naughty words as well. Ah, uh, naughty words. You ever been in a public Freedom school? Freedom of speech is what I a... say. <laughs> you ever been in a public school, Joey? I have. <laughs> naughty words are galore. That's true. What if what if the U.S. Constitution was written with the naughty words in it? That would be interesting. It'd be funny. Would be much more entertaining to read. I would probably say. I mean, that is just true. Um. Yeah. But anyways, this is definitely something that we're gonna check out. We'll oh, probably 100%. make a podcast on it. Probably. I love Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is one of the only things that I live for. It is part of my heart. And it'll be interesting for me to watch because I don't really know pretty much anything about the like storyline of Mortal Kombat. Oh, that is very interesting because I know the entire storyline. So that entire trailer I already knew because it's it's not taking any new it's not adding any new things. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. This is just it, a visual telling it, of exactly what Mortal Kombat is. Uh, I think, yeah, they, it, exactly. And I think it's just focusing on Scorpion. Right. More so. But, yeah. No. I mean, Scorpion is the best character in Mortal Kombat, so it logically makes sense. You know Sub-Zero was the most popular? Um, I don't know. It's It might be a myth, but the rumor um, is is that Sub-Zero was the most popular, but then he wasn't in Mortal Kombat 2... You don't sound very sure about that. It's it's two. It's two. Hold on. Was Sub-Zero in MK2? Maybe he was. I swear. One of them missed. Or maybe... Or was it Scorpion that wasn't in two? Maybe it's backwards. Maybe Scorpion... No! No, because I thought the whole thing was that... Gosh, I don't know anymore, man. Well, I'm disappointed in you, Riley. Hold on, there's just so many games. <laughs> That's true, I guess. But one of them missed a game, and because of that, it led to the other one becoming very famous. No, because Scorpion wasn't it, because it was his brother, I thought. Yeah, because it's... Yeah, 
because it was it was his brother. So no, Squirt Scorpion was still in it. Yeah, I don't know. Was it MK3? Oh, Scorpion's not in norm normal Mortal Kombat three. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what happened, Joey. Scorpion is not in Mortal Kombat three. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that must have been it. I don't know. Whatever. So I all I remember is that one of them didn't. Yeah. So I mean, no, Scorpion is not in Mortal Kombat three. I knew it was one of them, and then I can't remember if it was two or three. I should have remembered it was 3 because the problem with 3 is, is that there's MK3 and then there's UMK3 because it's, so it's Mortal Kombat 3 and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. And they're both uh, in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 and that's the one most people play. But there was an MK3 and then that's that just... Gotcha. There's a bunch. That's very confusing. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I don't know. And then, and then it supposedly affected the popularity rate. So I guess I don't know why... So Scorpion... Oh, and then okay, so Scorpion or not, Scorpion became less popular. Sub Zero became the most popular character, and that's what led to Sub Zero getting his own game. If you didn't, I actually have it, Mortal Kombat Sub Zero story or whatever. Never really played it, but I have it, and I don't know. And then somehow Scorpion rose back up in popularity. I think he's Ed Boon's favorite character. So I mean, when the creator has a favorite character, that's just how it be. Yeah. Whatever. So there you go. There's some history for Mortal Kombat for you. <laughs> Other news, Joey. Other news. The Batman. The Batman. We were talking about it the other day, about how I don't think we knew how much that they filmed. Yeah. And it was like a quarter of it. So most of it hasn't filmed, and they had to shut uh, down filming for coronavirus. But they're... I don't know. Hold on, let, me look at, let me look at the statement again. But I'm pretty sure it was like, eh. Yeah. Uh, Matt Reeves said that the only about a quarter of the movie has been filmed, but they're trying to keep busy until that they can start production again. Gotcha. So they're not like editing, but they're kind of editing. Like they're looking at what they've already shot and they're just making sure that stuff's good and if that if like what tone they want to go with the rest of the movie. So basically, they're just getting extra time to think things over before I guess they fully commit. Gotcha, makes sense. But that I'm makes glad that they're doing that. That's probably good. Yeah, but that means it's gonna be it released. Might... No, it's gonna be delayed, and I'm gonna cry. It's June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, is that the new release date or the old one? It has. It hasn't been officially delayed yet. Okay. So it is. So if it's delayed, it will be delayed past that point. Gotcha. Which is very sad. I definitely think it will be delayed. It might come out around my birthday. It might. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty neat. We'll see. I I don't know, Joy. I still think it will be delayed, though. Oh, yeah. No, it will be delayed. By a long time. Probably we won't see it till 2022. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, really? Uh... I mean... So here's the thing. I mean, they don't have like six months of free time in a shooting schedule. That's true. So if their filming gets pushed back like six months, you're gonna have to push back the release date like that long. Right. So I don't know, we'll see about that. 
Uh, more news, though, about release dates. James Gunn is like, uh, we finished shooting the Suicide Squad, thankfully, before this whole ordeal. So everyone's just editing from home because our editors are very smart people. Nice. Very cool. <laughs> and they had pre-set up stuff so that they could work remotely. And so Suicide Squad will definitely be coming out when it's supposed to. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is still on schedule as well. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. So there you go. So there's, there's some more release dates. We love release dates. We love release date news. Remember Star Wars news, Joey, when we were talking about Rise of Skywalker every 20 seconds? Yeah. And now it's just going to be release date news. <laughs> nice. I'm okay with that. Uh, more release date news. Uh, Rick and Morty mid-season premiere uh, episode, which uh, IGN has revealed as titled Never Ricking Morty, debuts on May 3rd. So there you go, Joey. May 3rd, we'll be getting Rick and Morty episodes again. Oh, that's not too far away. No, that's not exciting. too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Disney pushed back Pixar release dates for Pixar's Soul, which was a movie about a guy dying. Who was it? Was it Jamie Foxx? I feel like it was Jamie Foxx. Yep, it was Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx's character dies, and he has to teach his soul how to, I don't know, do something. Find a passion? Accept death? I don't know. Something, something Pixar would do. I don't know. But they pushed back the release date to, like, November. So Gotcha. I remember seeing the trailer for this. It actually yeah. looks really good. It looks like something. Pixar movies are usually something. Pixar movies are usually something good. <laughs> True. Unless it's Cars. That Okay. I mean, yeah. I think the first cars are uh, pretty good. Yeah, the the first ones are good. They kind of... <laughs> but the second and the third one it, are like, what is keeps, this? It just keeps going. <laughs> and then you, get, then you got Planes. And then Planes was a thing. That was and, weird. I mean, the only reason those movies came out was because they were making tons and tons of money off merchandise. Ridiculous amounts of money. They were selling That's crazy true, yeah. number of toys. So that was the only reason they were making them. There was no heart. Oh... <laughs> So, Joey, I don't really have any more news, but there's a comic book. Uh, there's a comic book series that you're kind of familiar with, you know, the, called The End. The End? You, yes, I am familiar. It's because you read the Miles Morales one. Yeah. Uh, in one of the new ones that Marvel released, it turns out Venom is the most powerful being in the galaxy. Venom is the most powerful being in the galaxy. I believe that. Can't really die. Well... No, never mind, I disagree. Because you just play some music and he goes, Ah! Starts freaking ah, out, going stick ah, on. Ah. Uh, well, <laughs> in Venom, the end number one, uh, basically what happens is, is he absorbs, so Eddie Brock dies, of course. Of course. And he absorbs all of, like, the living things in the universe. What? Like, he, yeah, he absorbs all of them, all of their lives, their memories, and all that stuff. And he, and, and, and then he, he, like, I don't know if he gets cosmic power or something, but basically, 
with the use of all of the people's life forces that he's absorbed, he recreates them in a new universe and he restarts the universe single-handedly. Yes, Venom is the most powerful being in the world. Wait. He's just producing babies. I mean, if you give birth to a universe, are they all your children? Yes. And yes, he's producing babies. Yep. I'm look. I'm looking at the. I don't know if this is actually from it or not, but it's just him standing there holding like ten babies, <laughs> just chilling. I'm not I, sure. I, I dig the I, design, though. I don't know what you're looking at. I'll I'll send it in. All right. So so he like fights a bunch of robots, right? That are trying to destroy the universe. Wait. Um, okay. Yeah. Fighting robots trying to destroy the universe. Um, his, his new universe or the old universe? The old universe. And when Eddie Brock died, the symbiote has lived. He lived long enough that he copied the minds, powers, and memories of every living thing and person on planet Earth. Literally everything. Um. So but when the when wait, the robots. No, that, how does that work though? Oh. Because as soon as he host one body when he moves on to a different body he's not going to be retaining the same memories that that old host is now currently making well he doesn't even have a host anymore he has no host how did he because he, he, gain... he absorbed everything everything's his host how did the, he absorb it though the entire world also well actually it is a uh, I don't know dude he's also like immortal I mean, sure, he's an alien. That, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, so, it's a well, weird I mean, dude. well, it's always been that when he hosted somebody, he kept something from when he hosted them. That's right. how. That's that's why Venom can is not affect or can't or Spider Man's Spidey sense cannot sense Venom, and Venom has knowledge of web swinging and that kind of stuff. Right. It's because he took all of that from Spider Man. Right. Um, so I guess he just did that with everybody. Is this it? Uh, yeah, that looks like it. Why? He's got so yeah, many babies. Yeah, that's a lot of babies. <laughs> that looks very similar. I mean, that looks like the same design because he's got the weird DNA on his chest. Yeah. I don't know why he has a host there. Oh, it's like a fresh host? He's like, fre- is he just freshly hosting everybody? I mean, there's Venoms everywhere. Maybe he's not the only Venom? I don't know. He might absorb all of his other's Venom buddies. I can't remember their race right now. It starts with a K. But, I don't know. But either way, Venom dies uh, as he uses his body to reboot and recreate the entire universe again, reanimating all of the people he absorbed into himself. Yeah, he just absorbed everybody and, like, ate them. And that's why he keeps all of it, is that he's eaten everyone. Oh, okay. So it's not like he spit any... He just never spit anybody out, and he kept consuming. Right, it's not like using a different host constantly. Correct. He is eating... Many, many everything. people. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ate an entire... All of Earth. Every and then, living being. And then used that power to reboot the universe. But there you go! Venom is basically one of the strongest characters in the universe now. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. <laughs> That's just that has to be factual. If he could just reboot an entire universe, well, I mean, Thanos can do that too. That's true. No, Thanos, Thanos is also one of the most powerful beings in the universe. 
there's a comic that I have about Thanos, and he's like the last living creature on the entire universe because he kills literally everyone else. God, that's such a good book. It's written by Donny Cates, one of my big big fans of that author. I love that guy. Met him a few times. He's great. And Thanos kills like literally everybody, and that's the book where uh, Frank Castle becomes Ghost Rider and Harold mm. to Galactic. And that's why he's still around is because he can't die because he's dead already. Gotcha. And then Silver Surfer spends like like a, like a literal eternity becoming worthy to wield Mjolnir. And then him and like the last remaining people, people alive in the universe fight Thanos and then they kill them all. They kill all of them and everyone dies. And then, and then Thanos is like, you have to kill me now. And then Thanos... Because Thanos comes from it, it's like Thanos in the future brings Thanos in the past to the future, and then Thanos like you have to kill me now. And then Thanos, young Thanos, is like, "You're so stupid! You're so stupid! I would never let someone <laughs> kill me because I'll never die." And he let him live, and then he left to live in his sadness or whatever. And then it has, and then it has a little short story about Thanos messing with the same dude's life like every year on his birthday. And he's like, why do you do this to me? And he's like, I do it because I enjoy it. Not because you're special or you have any significant worth. I just like ruining your life. Ah, that's cool. And, <laughs> and it's incredibly depressing. But it was very good. Riley. Uh, yeah. The Scarlet Witch. She is the most powerful. Oh, she probably is too, because she can also manipulate the literal entire universe. She can not only manipulate the entire universe, but create parallel universes. Not even parallel. She can just make a whole new universe. Of course. House of M. Um, But then the question is, is she the most powerful or is like, what's it called? I don't remember what they call it, but like the literal universe or like the literal embodiment of existence or whatever is stupid. You know, know, like the... The giant celestial, like they're like they're, they're above even the celestials. It's like 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 the concept of order and chaos. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like the literal gods. Like if time was a person, right? That one might be the most powerful. What about the Watcher? The Watcher can see every universe. He can see all of them. Well, and they have... No, yeah, they have the power to do anything. They choose not to use it because it's against their code because they think it's wrong to use that power. So, philosophy question, is living by a code making you weaker or stronger? Definitely weaker. (laughs) Morals are for the weak, Joey. Very cool. (laughs) Exactly. That's the conclusion we've got. Thank you. (laughs) Um... More news, Joey. We got hot scoop right here from comicbook.com. Marvel Marvel Studios is rumored to have met with John Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Krasinski. For a multitude of projects, according to a report. How does that make you feel, Joey? Do you want to see Jim Jim from The Office in a Marvel movie? Everyone wants him to be... Reed Richards. Everyone think he would be a very he good... He would be a very good Reed Richards. I would and like you, that. And you get his wife, Emily Blunt, to be the Invisible Woman. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. They could be... Wait. Who who would he play? Uh, Reed Richards. 
Okay, yeah. I can, I can definitely see um, that. Hopefully that's what they're meeting for. I don't know. They could be meeting for something else, but rumor has it they're meeting with him for that. Uh, you want to hear it? I think I forgot to talk about this a while ago, but there, there was another rumor that Marvel was meeting with Keanu Reeves for him to play Ghost Rider. I don't know about that. I think he's like a perfect Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic kind of character. I don't know about Wait, Ghost Ke- Rider. Keanu Reeves? Oh, Keanu Reeves? I said, yeah, I said that another guy they were meeting with was Keanu Reeves, and the rumor was to play Ghost Rider. Oh, no. He could... Oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves, Ghost Rider. That would, that's amazing. I'd yeah, no, no, take no, my yeah. money right now. No, John, John Krasinski oh, is most definitely Reed Richards because oh, yeah. he is... There's- He's no the most. He is the most handsome, generic American man in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Like he's and his wife, American, like his it's, generic American woman. Exactly. Like they're, they're, they're just. They're the American people. They're perfect for Mister Fantastic and Invisible Woman. But yeah, that's that's the rumor, and they've been talking. They've been talking to him a lot, but we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see here. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Not sure why he hasn't been in one yet because they've wanted him, possibly due to stunt things. Maybe he doesn't want to do that many movies, but who knows? Who knows? Keanu Reeves always wanted to play Wolverine. Really? Yeah. What if that's what they're getting him for? MCU Wolverine. I'm okay with that. That'd be pretty cool. He might be a little too skinny. You know what I mean? You might need to bulk up. Interesting. Or just walk around shirtless, because he is a very handsome man. <laughs> That's all I need from a movie. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a movie with Keanu Reeves shirtless, and I'll be I'll be good. That's a perfect 10 out of 10 movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really is. All right. Joey, let's talk about Onward. Onward? Yeah, we're going to talk about Onward first, because Mandy is a very oh. niche... Yeah, um, very extreme movie. So, so we'll yeah, explain more of Mandy is later. But everyone will, would like to probably hear about Onward, but but um, most people might not care too much about Mandy. Yeah, or maybe uh, they just love to hear us talk. That's Which, true. If if you like to hear us talk, you'll you'll love, love to hear to us talk. Hear us talk about Mandy for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Onward. Uh, I liked it a lot. Who made it? Is it Pixar? Pixar? Yeah, Pixar. it's Pixar. Um, starring yeah, Tom Holland and Pixar. Chris Pratt. Automatically, best duo. Pretty good duo. I think I could really ever think of, unless you threw Keanu Reeves in there. Um, <laughs> why? Why was it Keanu Reeves in it? Why is it Keanu Reeves in every single movie? Honestly. Ooh, Keanu Reeves could have played the dad. The uh, real dad. Yeah, not the, yeah, not the, yeah maybe. Um, but yeah, very cute movie. Very interesting idea. Like, it, it's like a obvious idea, but like still, like, not really something that you would have thought of, really. Because the setting is uh, like a mystical realm filled with wizardry and magic and elves and um 
unicorns and centaurs and like yeah things like that um but like as if it was like our modern day kind of feel um i think there's a name for that what would you call that i think i think there's a name but let me uh, check i mean that's oh. like a wonderful idea i i Her- loved it just simply because of how refreshing it is. Well, urban fantasy is a subgenre of fantasy where it's basically fantasy that takes place between er, in the 19th to 21st century urban societies. So basically it's just fantasy taking place in early days. So it, it definitely falls under that. There might be an even more niche group, but... It definitely urban fantasies are are definitely something like that. I loved the D and D referencing. Yeah, there was a lot of D and D referencing that was pretty good. Surprisingly, no spells though. Um, I thought that was interesting. Like everything was like really done, but like not the the spells were like completely different things are the spells copyrighted in D? are they hold on let me see here Does... they could very well be hold on i have my D book right here <laughs> <laughs> does it do you think it says it do you think it says our spells are copyrighted where would i go to look for that i don't i don't know i'm just gonna go to the spell page well they had um they had similar spells. They were just I mean, names differently. Yeah, they they did have similar spells, so maybe the spell names could be copyrighted. I don't know. Uh, like, I know some of the monsters are. I think, like, Beholders. I think Beholders are copyrighted. I don't see anything that talks about copyright for spell names. I mean, I googled it, and it's like, and... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't risk. Yeah, because I think I think they've also copyrighted the entire D twenty system, and that's why every other game has to come out with their own style of dice rolls or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Because supposedly, Wizard of the Coast are a very very extremely anal about. Oh yeah. Copyrights and all that garbage, which is very sad. I feel like. The game is niche enough and has been around long enough for there not really to be a need. Like, people will play it no matter what. Yeah, a bit weird. Um, And you'll just be letting other people make other good games. But, oh well. They want money. Understandable. they? They sure do. If that means copywriting spells, means copywriting spells. Okay. But the movie. So the movie's very good, I agree. It had it had a very D D vibe to it where you had like all these different things. You had like an encounter here, an encounter there, and then you had a dungeon crawl there. Right. <clears throat> uh cool monsters ish. okay, they're elves. They don't look like elves. To me. I mean I mean I guess they could have been drow, but whatever. I like the idea because, like, I don't know. Elves are just, like, snobby white rich folk. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, usually. These, these are like, you, you can look at them and be like, oh, these are mythical creatures. Yeah. Not some white people with some pointy ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're just, they're just creatures. Yeah, I guess that's the whole thing. I mean, and also, I don't, they're... And wait, there are no people. Correct, yeah, there's no humans. Okay. There's also no, like, dwarves? Uh... For my knowledge? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think there was any, like, gnomes or halflings. I think it was mostly just elves. There was, like, the one centaur dude. There was some cyclops people. There was, a. Uh, that one cop was, a. Uh... Shoot, what is it? Oh, a satyr? Yeah, a satyr. The, is that the tiny. It it's that, that's how I pronounce it. It's S A T Y R. Sadir. 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 Yep, it's Sadir. Okay. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, there were pixies. That was good. I don't know. Yes, it's mostly. Like the pixies it's lot. mostly just this generic elf creature. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that's kind of disappointing. I would have liked a bit more diversity. Or Onward is just very racist. That could also be a possibility. <laughs> I feel like it's a similar problem that sometimes Monster uh, Monsters University has. I feel like 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 we're thinking of that movie, I was like, I felt like there would have been more monster types. More diverse looking people. Creatures. But uh, that was alright. Oh, they also had a... Was that a troll? They did have that really big dude, yeah. Yeah. But he was only in the movie for like two minutes total. Yeah, that's that's true. Like there was no one else of his race, I think, in the whole thing. Um And I think that's kinda I weird. don't think so. I I mean, I don't know. I mean I mean it's it's like not a huge complaint. It's I just fun. I just think it's like, yeah. oh that just that's a bit disappointing. Right, yeah. That's all. Overall, they, I think... They could have definitely made the universe more lively. Yeah, yeah, that's that's mostly it. That's just, that's mostly my thing. Um, I did like the magic spells. They were pretty good. They were enjoyable. Um, I kind of liked the idea that there was magic in the universe, and since it was gone, they made it into a D&D game. Yeah. And Based I was tra- off of a uh, true things i don't know yeah yeah so i'm like i'm sitting there i'm like well that would be like if we played D D that was set in what the american revolution that would be very interesting but also <laughs> very entertaining and probably, i would like that a lot probably actually i'm like but i was sitting there I'm like i guess that's our that's let me let me see if that's a thing let's see a role role-playing game american Okay. Well, all right, Riley. I just um, I I have my player's handbook by my side, and I've been scanning over it because this is what we're comparing it to. There are only seven races in this book. Yep. And one of them is human. Yep. So you say that there should be six races. I mean, I'm not saying that there should be. It's just if you want to make something like clear and concise you don't really need to put like a bunch of different stuff in it you know what i mean 
I mean, I know what you mean, but also I would say probably at least from my perspective of the role-playing community, a lot of the interesting... Uh, not, not, maybe not interesting... I mean, yes, interesting, but also a lot of the games that are being run are being ran with mostly um, the races from the expansions as well. Because the expansions then added oh, I mean, Goliaths... Yeah. Genasis, Kenkus, um, Furbolgs are big. There's so many Furbolgs around. I don't think I've ever encountered a Furbolg. My sister has a few. There's a few in Critical Role. I mean, I'm a Kobold. Like, I, yeah, I understand yeah. what you're well, saying. And, like, and that's the thing. Also, because there's not player races, there's also other races out there. There was a Goblin. Oh, yeah. The there goblin. were Goblins. That yeah, was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. But like, was there an orc? Um, I guess my thing was like, how do you not do the big ones? You know. Thanks. How do you not have dwarves, elves, orcs, all vibing? You know the originals. Um, it might not be as fun, like characters for like a Pixar movie. I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think that nope. That's a that's a bad excuse. I mean, I don't opinion. know. I, I am trying I, to just make excuses. I think it was lazy. I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's that you have a character model that all look very similar. You can pump them out like Mad Men. Like if, you, like, if you had to draw different races each time for, like, a different thing, that would get very tiresome when you could just draw the same blue people just slightly different figured over and over again. I strictly think it was a lazy thing. Because they could have done it. They just didn't do it. Or... Elves are actually incredibly racist in this society and only live with other elves. But that's it's a very random side complaint. That, we gotta go to the meats, Joe. We gotta talk about the meats. Uh, meat. We gotta talk about the meats of the movie. Um, it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. I like, I like the humor in it. Yeah, it uh, seemed a little more dramatic. Like, yeah, I agree than, with like, that. humorous? I, I definitely agree with that, because I was, like, trying to think, like, I don't even remember any of the jokes too much. Yeah. And maybe it's because of Tom Holland. It was giving me, like, the level of vibes that Spider-Man did. A little bit. Or, like, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some funny moments, but it's not always. It's, it's, it's mainly about just, uh... Being sad that your dad's dead. Yeah, pretty much. Just being sad in general. Yeah. I, got I, know, I, thought, sad. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed all the sets. I thought I really enjoyed Tom Holland and Chris Pratt as the two brothers. Good vibes, good characters. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed the brother. legs. Did you enjoy the legs? The legs? Yeah, the legs. Oh, the dad's legs. Yes, I did. Those are some good at legs. They really did a good job. For some reason, I thought that you were talking about uh, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland's legs. And I was like, <laughs> Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? No, no, no. The, the, the extra <laughs> set of legs they had. Yes, the extra set of legs. I liked what they did with uh, the jacket and shoved a pillow up in there. Yeah, that was interesting. I'm surprised you could just make that real quick. I've never tried to make a person. I'm sure it's not that difficult. I, I mean, logically. Never, I've never yeah. tried it. Well, I was like, oh, look at oh, that. You, you should give it a try. Yeah. I mean, it can't be too difficult. No, it can't. Because, I mean, we're just a bunch, we're a sack of meat. You know what I mean? Just 
<laughs> get some clothes, tie some knots, uh, shove some pillows up in there. Easy. Easy. I did like the manticore. That was pretty good. The manticore was very cool. Uh, their mom was pretty good character. It's true. The centaur was okay. It was fine. Yeah. So how do uh, they have a pet dragon? How do they? Dragons are probably pretty big. I mean... Or is it like a fake pet how, dragon? How do we have pet wolves, Riley? Oh, well, okay. You do understand that. How do we have pet lions? I'm kidding. Uh, we don't but, have... like, that does make logical sense to... Uh, well, hold on, here's the thing. So it has to be domesticated, right? And then it right. has to be bred in order to be small. Right. Right. I mean, great that's thing, enough time. The great thing about cats and dogs are, one... They were already small. <laughs> a, a man can kill it one-on-one. Pretty, pretty, pretty easily. Especially I with mean... two wolves. Especially a wolf. Wolf, you could just, just beat a wolf. You just beat a wolf pretty good. I'm you, sure like, that plenty, nice of, uh, plenty of people could have fought a dragon. Uh... Could they? Could they? With special tools. I mean, I guess if you... Oh, that's true. In, they didn't the have magic. Maybe they, yeah, had do, yeah. they had domestication magic. But then does that I mean, mean... Probably. But, like, if you do that, do the dragons really exist? Animal handling? Have... Uh, but also, it normally... And I guess dragons are just stupid in this universe? Yeah. Because dragons usually are incredibly intelligent creatures, usually smarter than people. That's true. So, I just thought that was interesting. Every time I saw it, I was like, how? Actually, how? did we see a real dragon at all? No, we only see the rock We saw one. the fake one. No, we only saw the fake one, so I'm presuming that's what the real ones are like. I mean, that makes sense. I'm okay with that. I don't know if I would want to have a fire-breathing pet, however. Yeah, no, that seems dangerous. Seems very gonna burn, dangerous. Gonna burn your house down. <laughs> I'm sure that your uh, insurance probably goes up a lot. Uh, probably. Unless they got fireproof magic wards, but also there's no magic. So there, I Yeah, that was, there's no real magic anymore. I thought it was interesting that people were like, ah, oh, magic, it's too hard. Electricity. Yeah, I mean... That makes sense. Especially because they describe it as like only certain people have the ability to use magic. Yeah, that, that does add to it. So, plus, even if you were a wizard, like, instead of going out, turning on everyone's light uh, in the evening so they can stay awake in the evening, not have to live in complete darkness every day, I'm sure that you'd be like, what the heck? You could just throw this in your house and flip on a switch? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I liked it. I thought that that was humorous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it, I, I could see that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, also them having uh, Chris Pratt. I always forget his name, his character's name. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember their characters' names. Um, but how he was, like, so, uh, what do you call that? What? 
I'm not sure. Like the crazy people. No, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what you're shooting for here. Uh, like uh, I don't know the people that like. Oh, give me the sentence again. Hang themselves. Give me the, to... the sentence again. Here we go. <laughs> Chris Pratt's character, yeah, like okay. when he when he goes to like uh. Like chain himself to the fountain, or like protect. Oh, the past. oh hippies. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we can use that term, I guess. The hip. Um, I mean, he's a the pro. The, the protesters. Yeah, he's a protester. Okay. I mean, that's not not kind of. That is what he is. Well, yeah, it's the same thing like hippies did with the trees, or whatever. I was or, thinking more of the like. I don't know. Organization kind of things. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what you're talking he's, about. He's, he's a hippie. Just, he's, he's not even a hippie. He's just a protester. There's nothing okay. more to it. There's nothing more. I only called him a hippie just because hippies protested a lot. Yeah. I got you. They love protesting. That's true. It is yeah. pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. But anyways... Um, yeah, I liked that dynamic. Um, I also liked how it was kind of like a teaching experience for Tom Holland. Um, yeah, yeah, I have more to say about the stuff Tom Holland learned, but I will save that for spoilers, which we might be able to hit hop into. Yeah. Uh, overall, pretty good movie. I don't think I'll ever watch it again anytime soon. Uh, yeah, me either. But um, it was good the first time. Seven out yeah, of ten. Yeah, for sure. It, it made me smile. Yeah, I was there, happy. There were a couple chuckles in there. I had a good time. Yeah. Would you watch but a anyway. sequel? Probably not. I probably don't want a sequel. I don't think I ever need one of these again. Uh, I wouldn't mind it. I'd, I'd watch it. I don't know if I'd be like, oh, out of all the movies in the world, this one, this one needs a sequel. Um, I think it would have to be so radically different. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, Joey, spoilers. Here we go. I'm, I'm jumping straight to the end because this is the one thing I really have to say about the movie. Uh, is the ending. Where he says goodbye to his dad? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we're in spoilers, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I enjoy... Oh. <laughs> I enjoy that... Uh, that... Uh, Tom Holland did not get to see his dad, you know? Yeah. I think, basically, what I what I enjoyed about the movie is that it was still kind of a happy ending with Chris Pratt being able to see the dad, but I think it was also still, like, a real ending with actual weight, and because Tom Holland didn't get to see his, his dad and he had to actually fight off the beast, I think it actually added to the value of Chris Pratt meeting his dad because there were stakes and costs that came with it. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, ooh, we did it. Oh, ha ha, I get to see my dad. <laughs> it was like, and then he was also like, nah, bro, you're my, like my, you're my real man, dude. Home slice. Home skillet. And I was like, very cool. Very, I, I just really liked the ending. That's, yeah. That's that, basically it. That was a much more satisfying ending. Very satisfying indeed. And, I mean, it threw me for a loop, for sure, because, like, usually with, like, the main character, you always think, like, 
oh, obviously everything's going to work out for him in the end. Really, of course, through through a fat old curveball, they really did. The the ball swerved out of the way. So, yeah, that's that's my main thing. Overall, I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, Mana core okay. fighting the dragon, pretty sweet. But also, who is like not learning magics? I, like, if I was in this universe, I would definitely be trying out for, like, wizarding school. <laughs> you you would think, yeah, they would definitely have to they still They turned be... a tiny Cheeto into, like, a, a month-long meal. That's true. Yeah, like, but yeah, that would solve you... so many problems <laughs> in the world. It's a good boy. You don't have to deal with traffic? Also, there must be, there has to be, like, laws specific for magic usage correct i mean there have, have to be. be i mean you could just blow up people's houses with lightning strikes exactly <laughs> you could just kill a man and then just wipe out like an entire squad of police officers and no one oh, could yeah. touch you you would need magic cops there, like, there would, i mean there would have to be there would have to be magic terrorists there has to be oh yeah for sure which means that there would have to be magic cops wait there's so many layers to this I know. <laughs> so many layers. Magic and, I mean, you gotta cover them all. You do. Because I mean, just disappear. That's true. Um, and it doesn't. No. So, that, that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> magic terrorists. Gosh. Yeah, magic terrorists. Magic terrorists. Pixar, why did you not make a movie with magic terrorists? I'm disappointed. Also, Healer... It, okay, so... We we have been known to play Dungeons and Dragons. We have indeed in our time played there Dungeons and Dragons. There is no way anyone <laughs> could pull off that like level thirty spell, lightning strike. Ridiculous. Oh, that Crazy early on. Talk. He's he's only been traveling for like three hours. And it... Yeah, like what you mean? Why is it I after like ten sessions, I can finally level up. <laughs> Yeah. I can get talk to wild animals. <laughs> Very cool. Very okay. cool. Hello, okay, my... dog. Hello. <laughs> my only problem with the movie really is that the magic doesn't really makes is not satisfying because the magic's like, oh, this spell, you just need to believe in yourself. This spell, yeah. you just need to focus really hard. It's and like, this what, spell... what are you talking about? You're not grinding XP. You're not. You're not <laughs> slaying any beasts. You're yeah, just... yeah. Where's your no Where's your tube of molasses and your butterfly husk? Exactly. That you need to dip in there to cast the slow spell. Cast the slow like, spell. Like, where is that, man? Your, your uh splitted twig um <laughs> exactly uh enchant wild animal or whatever yeah where where's your f- 100 gold piece diamond in order to to cast this the the size changing spell huh huh because i know you can't use a spell focus for that because actually some of those things you can use spell focuses for i forgot about but let's but forget about it <laughs> Such a never nerd god. <laughs> never mind. But I don't know. The spells were just the only thing that were partially. So so if he's a wizard, what is the brother? What what class is the bar- brother? Barbarian. Are you saying he's a barbarian just because he's fat? And stupid. <laughs> what about a fighter, Joey? Why would but you hey, Riley, a- remember 
No, his mom is a fighter. Oh, his mom is probably yeah. No, yeah, I take that back. Yeah, you probably right. Um, but Riley, the the barbarian can still have good ideas. Remember that. That's true. He can. He can. He just gotta follow his belly. Just has to follow his belly. There was no bard. No, that's very disappointing. Very disappointing. Dude, bards would be an entertainment business up the wazoo because they could just enchant everyone. They could just enchant. That'd be so cool. Everyone would love them. (laughs) There was also no clerics. (laughs) No, of course not. That would be an interesting thing for Disney to add. Wait a second. Hold on. Clerics would just take over the medical industry. Oh, he could be a druid. He's not a druid. Oh, wait, no. That wouldn't be. No, he's, it shows him with, like, a Viking helmet and, like, a sword or whatever. Yeah, nah. So he's probably a barbarian. He's just a barbarian. Forget it. Yeah. Where's the rogue that's breaking into people's homes? I don't know. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. It was a pretty good movie. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I like the references a lot. Yeah. Chris Pratt's a big D&D nerd, supposedly. Supposedly. We know this for a fact, right? I mean, that's true. I mean, he said it, but... He could have been lying. That's true. People can just say stuff. I mean, I don't think he was lying. I think he was genuinely serious. I'm just so used to saying supposedly. So, just that's, just what I always say to cover the lawsuit basis is, you know, that's true. I guess it's it's a good it's a good gut instinct. So you don't get sued. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very true. No, no, he yeah he said in interviews he used to play D and D a lot as a kid, and he wants to play D and D with the Avengers people. That game will never, ever happen. Oh, yeah, no. There's no way. They're all way too busy. All right, guys. Well, that was Onward. Uh, Next one we're going to talk about is Mandy, which is a Nicolas Cage, what, hyper-colorful, super-mega-gore movie. It's a trip. I tell you what. Yeah, Um, so that's not your sort of thing. You might not get no enjoyment from the internet. It was well, we, not my sort of thing, but I love it. Definitely not recommend it to. I love it. Many love of movie. my friends and colleagues. I love the movie. But I love if, the movie if, so much. Yeah, if you're like Riley and love, like, I just love murder. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Because it's, it's so ridiculous. It's so. It's very ridiculous. So ridiculous. He throws the massive axe like 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 a mile away. I, yeah. When he starts like murdering everything, I like that. That was cool. I like okay, the okay. fight scenes. So fight so yeah, scenes the, were cool. The movie is set in two parts. So the first part is us getting oh, yeah. to know. There's so, it's like two different movies. It's so weird. The first movie is us learning about this lumberjack man or something named yeah. Red, played by Nicolas Cage, and his lady friend, because I don't know their full relationship, uh, named Mandy, um, played by Andrea Riseborough. She's in Oblivion. I have not seen Oblivion. She's in Birdman. I've not seen Birdman. She's in the newest Grudge movie, and I've not seen that movie either. I think this might have been the first movie I've ever seen her in. Probably. I'm not surprised. So. I haven't seen her in anything either. Oh, but um, it does it does have Bill Dirk, who is uh who's um 
he was in Predator. Gosh, what was his character's name in Predator? Uh, Mac. He was a Mac in Predator, which is very cool. Very cool, dude. All right, but besides what? So the first half of the movie is us getting to learn this nice little, oh, they're so cute. They live a little peaceful life, and, mm-hmm. and they live in yeah. their little house so by nice. the river, and they talk about the stars. Mm-hmm. And, and the movie. You, and they yeah. smoke cigarettes. And it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a movie uh, set in 1983 in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, it's in 1983, which I guess part of this movie is like it also ref is like it's like a big reference to like the weird dark fantasies from the 80s. Yeah, like she also wears a lot of shirts of also people and like she reads those kind of books. Yeah, and I guess this movie is like something that would come from those kinds of books of just hyper crazy horror killing fantasy mumbo jumbo craziness of Satan and death and and oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, um, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but I've never read one of those books, but whatever, but neither have I, but yeah, after a while, after you see, see the nice little relationship they have, uh, and every, everything just goes horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. So then there's, there's, a, there's, there's a, a cult, weird cult, the cult, the children of the the Red Dawn or something, I believe is their Children name. Of the corn, I don't know. Like crackhead <laughs> hippies uh, doing drugs. Uh, uh, lots of LSD. Lots, lots of LSD. Uh. <laughs> um, and then they find Mandy, and the big guy Jeremiah's like, "I want Mandy," and then they steal Mandy, and then he reveals himself. And to he's Mandy. like, "I'm Jesus," and she's like, Haha, "Okay," and, and then he's he like, "Kills her." <laughs> And then he kills her, and then Red play again. Nicholas Cage is like, "No, my God, I'm gonna go crazy!" And then he kills everyone, and it's great. It's it's wonderful. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. He goes so crazy. <laughs> like, I just love this movie. Every like, time I okay, think about if, how crazy it is, I'm just it puts a big smile on my face. I think my favorite part out of the entire movie was right after uh he like gets free and they kill him. I know I know exactly I think what you're talking about where the vodka he just he he, like goes back inside he's obviously very traumatized. Oh Um, so much shock. So much shock. And he he just looks around and then he falls on his bed, takes a quick uh very trippy nap. Uh, and then wakes up and then goes to the bathroom and just starts screaming and drinking alcohol. He's going sicko mode. I've never watched Nicolas Cage scream with no pants on while drinking an entire oh, bottle of vodka until now. That's why it was my favorite part because it's just Nicolas Cage without any pants on. <laughs> just and it's screaming. Just, he's yes. just, wow. It's, it's, it's so something. good. It's, it's so really good. something. Yeah, and then and then Nicolas Cage makes the legendary axe known as the Beast. Yes. Uh, wow. Such I want one of them. I want one so bad. You can buy them. You can buy it. Who's yeah. buying it? Uh, I know. I mean, one the guy I found on this movie from a YouTube channel called Dead Meat. He had one, <laughs> and he broke it. And then they sent him a replacement one because they're cool dudes. Oh, that is pretty cool. 
how did he break it on someone's skull? <laughs> uh, no, it like fell. It's four hundred and fifty dollars. How much does it weigh? I don't know. I think this is a three D printed. It's in. Uh, oh, it's fiberglass, so it's pretty fragile. I'm pretty light. But Gosh, yeah. it looks so cool though. Yeah, you can get the shirts. You can get the shirts. Shirts. You can get the shirts that he wears, like his forty-four baseball shirt, his the the tiger mm. shirt, the Mandy logo. Gosh, so cool, so epic. Uh, but it's it's a cool axe. You gotta admit, it's interesting. It's it's when how did he learn how to, uh, smith? Dude, I mean, he probably just knew it. It's like that's just what if you're in that sort of field, that's just the stuff you know to do. If you're in the lumber business? I mean, you usually can do many other things. My dad's side of the family can, what, do fiberglass. We could do welding, smithing, lumber work, glass work. Okay. If you're a a trade dude, just don't be, just learn all of it, you know? I mean, that's fair, I guess. It's it's very possible that someone knows how to do two things. No, impossible. You can only know one thing. (laughs) Like a... It's like, oh, oh, you know how to lumber? That's it. You are not allowed That's to know it. how to do That's any, any other talent besides cutting down trees. I don't even know if he was... At, I mean, I, I'm just guessing he was a lumber guy because he was cutting down trees in the beginning. But I don't know. It's a troop. Okay, but the motorcycle dudes who... <laughs> oh, the, yeah. That the, was a thing the, as well. They're so cool. Yeah, they're like... Crazy drug addicts? Yeah, crazy. They love LSD. But, like, not, like, normal crazy drug addicts. No, like, like whatever they're taking is beyond human comprehension. Yeah. It, wow. Like, eating people's faces, drug addicts. Yeah. God. I don't know, it was great. If you like to watch Nicolas Cage be crazy and kill people, and if you just want to watch a movie, because the entire point of the movie is... Like in my in my idea, I think is just to see like what can you visually create, you know? Because the party of movie making, it isn't just storytelling with words and scripts and like a plot line fully. I think it it also has a lot to do with cinematography and visuals. And I oh, think this yeah. movie is strictly in the visual department. There's still a story and it's told, but it's told in such a uniquely visual way. <laughs> yeah, very. So I think it's, I think it's amazing. I give it like an eight and a half out of ten. I give it like a. <laughs> how low? How low is it going? How low is it going? It keeps dropping. I feel like. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's mark, it's a, question, a beautiful movie. A question mark out of ten. Um. Yeah. Question mark out of ten. No comment. <laughs> I pass on this rating. <laughs> I don't know. It, I I really enjoyed it. I, I will you tell wanna... you what. I could not fall asleep. I had to finish watching onward in order to fall asleep. But uh, and I slept it was like, like a five baby. in the morning. <laughs> I slept like a baby. If you want, we can watch another one. The the last movie this guy did. Called Beyond Beyond the Black Rainbow, which is even crazier and less coherent of a movie 
than um, maybe. See, I'm I'm okay with it being like crazy and trippy and weird because yeah, that's fine. I it it just I don't know. I don't like gross movies. You know what I mean? Maybe like, I, I have a very uh weak appetite for you have a low constitution yes i have low constitution uh yeah there there was just so much like gut wrenching like not gut wrenching how do i describe this i don't know i don't i don't actually think it's that gross of a movie i don't know don't watch do not watch the movie terrifier then in the movie Terrifier, you see a woman get sawed in half. Lawn ways. See, but wait. Like, they hang her upside down, he spreads her legs and cuts her down the middle. And you see all the intestines flying everywhere and but he's like, just rummaging through the body. Maybe I'm wrong, because like... There's know. not even that much gore in the movie, really. Yeah, there wasn't that much gore in the movie. There was a lot of blood, but like there wasn't actually gore. It was just blood. There wasn't I, limbs. I don't was know like what pants. made this movie make me not like it. <laughs> You're just deeply concerned. You're but I'm concerned. just so deeply concerned. Maybe it was just I don't I don't know. It I don't was know. just so weird. You've you've been just like been... I'm I'm okay with like horror movies when they're like murdering people and stuff so i don't i hmm. i don't have like a weak stomach for it you have a uh, weak brain maybe you have a weak brain to it, confuse maybe them. that's it yeah maybe i don't know I don't maybe know. drugs just scare me maybe that could be it too there's a lot of things going on man there's a lot of things there, going there were some it was such a movie <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Joey is in Joey. Joey's in the minority here. Man, um, he has a my ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand how it's that hot, but apparently it is. Apparently, a lot of people like. It. <laughs> I don't know why it was such a weird experience. Hey man, everyone, everyone's got their own taste. Everyone's got their own. I taste. mean, that's true. Well, like I don't, I don't <laughs> understand what made this movie not my taste. All right, all right. How about this? I don't know. If any of you guys have seen Mandy, let us know on Twitter at <laughs> What's Up With You Pod. The you spell with you on Instagram at What's Up With You underscore, uh, or email us at What's Up With You or What's Up With You Podcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think, how how, how you think of, Ma- of Mandy and onward and whatever other movies we talk about. Scary movies are any of them good? Preferably onward out of all of these uh, suggestions. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let us know why you think Joey doesn't enjoy Mandy. Yes, and it, actually, it, yes. Yeah, I want everyone to be detectives, all right? Yeah, try and figure out... If if you <laughs> didn't like this movie, please try and yes. explain to me like we why. really like I, gen, like, I genuinely want to read why do, people did not enjoy the movie. Do I have to watch this movie again? I feel like I have to, but I really <laughs> don't want to. You know, I don't think you have to, but I mean... No, I feel like I have to, Riley. Because <laughs> uh, I, I am a critic, and you know I, this is, I need to understand... You know what? Mandy's a good movie for a first date. I disagree with that. <laughs> I would <laughs> never, ever, ever do that. I would never... Okay, first of all, I would never see uh, a... Um, uh, what's his name? A Nicolas Cage movie. A Nicolas Cage movie in general. <laughs> oh, I hate Nicolas Cage. But as okay, I, 
I thought I hate Nicolas Cage, but I think this movie made me realize I like Nicolas Cage when he's crazy. I mean, he did play a pretty good crazy person. I think he's just genuinely crazy. <laughs> that's my theory. That's my theory. I don't know if he is. I've never met the guy, but that's my theory. I don't know. Let it, let us know what you guys think. <laughs> next week, next week, maybe we'll have Joey. Maybe Joey will come up with the conclusion of why. <laughs> maybe. We'll Maybe. put a pin in this. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll sleuth it. Thank, thank you all, what's up with viewers, for watching. Um, yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Are you broken as a man, Joey? <laughs> I think so. <laughs>